Welcome back to a very special episode of LA Confidential. My name is Chauncey Talese, and everybody about the soon-to-be-playing real football LA Rams or LAFBnetwork.com. It's a fantastic website. Check it out for SC, UCLA, the Chargers, and a lot of Rams content this week. Um, today, I'm being joined by a very special guest for the third year in a row to take the pulse of the LA Rams. It is writer of Megan, Malignant, uh, and strike captain for the WGA, Akela Cooper, and season ticket holder, by the way. Yes, hello, hello. That's really why I want to have you on, because you're a season ticket holder. You have actual skin in the game. I do. I do. It's a financial investment in these people. <laughs> yeah, and these days it's not nothing. <laughs> like, my God. <laughs> I was talking with a friend earlier, because, like, the, obviously the Rams, their first game is an away game against the Seahawks. And I was like, I was mm-hmm. thinking about having people over. And she was like, oh, I'm going to be at the Chargers game. And I was like, boo. Boo. <laughs> jokingly and she's like her and her husband got tickets to the Chargers. she was like yeah we got season tickets because they weren't that expensive and i literally had to stop myself from going, of course they weren't no because who's gonna go it's the away team it's mostly away team i've been to a chargers game and like, it was pretty much all dallas i'm like yeah <laughs> you guys have made no inroads <laughs> it's i i do feel bad for the church i wish things had gone better for them in san diego i believe they needed an NFL team, they were good for that city. It's just like, you know, corporate corporate greed and corporate fuckery, which yeah. <laughs> we're going through right now. So it's it's all over. It's, it touches all industries eventually. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, um, with the with the Rams at least, uh, you know, they, they've had they had fans here before. The Chargers, they don't. They were all they're all literal transplants because even the San Diego people either abandoned them or just decided to move up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I should I should tell you um, because you know how SoFi's been having a lot of concerts this year. I, oh yes, my friend went to see Beyonce, and I'm like, oh, how did that go? He's I was like, well, you know, I'm like, were their fans chilly? Because like one girl said, oh, is this a football stadium? And I about lost it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what did you think it was? Where did you think she was playing her own temple? I don't understand. <laughs> Probably. That and Taylor Swift, they're like, yeah, of course, they built this for them. Because I don't know if you remember this or knew this, but, you know, pre-pandemic, when we all had stars Mm -hmm. in our eyes about Mm SoFi Stadium opening Mm -hmm. in, I think it was 2021, Taylor Swift Swift was supposed to have her concert that summer. Like, that was supposed to be the kickoff of SoFi opening. And then well, the pandemic. What? So yeah, it was supposed to be 2020. Timing has no meaning, but it was supposed mm-hmm. to be like because I got as a season ticket holder, like, hey, you get like I think second dibs because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not that much of a season ticket holder. I'm not in that upper echelon. <laughs> they're like, hey, you'll get like second dibs, um, at you know face value tickets for Taylor Swift, and I bought Taylor Swift tickets. And then Hmm. it was like the pandemic shut everything down. And it's like, here's your refund. Uh, We'll see you when we see you. Yeah, we got lucky. I I had gotten my wife tickets for for her tour before that at the Rose Bowl. So I'm like, cool, we got in just in the nick of time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, as a season ticket holder, how are you feeling these days? Because the season kicks off Sunday in Seattle. There's no Cooper Cup for four weeks. So that's a little depressing. It is. And it's also, it's like, it's, what team are we getting? That's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I just finished watching the KC uh, Detroit game, which, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, 
upset. Uh, Detroit yeah. won. Yeah, you know who was upset? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, honestly, like, good on golf, I guess. He has found a home where he can, like, build on his He talents. did it. He did it. Um, but, like, with the Chiefs, with my friends, uh, I'm from Missouri. I'm from the east side of the state. I've got friends mm-hmm. who are from the west side of the state and also mm-hmm. the state of Kansas. Um, <laughs> the Chiefs are, you know, it's like a religion there. And so with them, sure. I was envious because, like, they pretty much know what mm-hmm. team they're getting. Like, yeah, the Chiefs might start off slow and Mahomes might try some weird shit in the beginning. But ultimately, by the end of the second quarter, third quarter, it, they're going to be the Chiefs again and they're going to pull out a win. Like, right. you can count on that. But it seems like without Travis Kelsey there to, like, anchor him, Mahomes was kind of all over the place today and all the other receivers were just like, oh, God, there's the ball. Um, I know. And, and I'm like, the whole time, because I full disclosure, I didn't get to see it until the fourth quarter because um, – one kid wanted to watch Miss Rachel for a few hours, and the other one wanted to watch the live action <laughs> Little Mermaid. So I'm not winning that battle. Um, but I was kind of tracking. I'm like, my God, can anybody catch? Tony can't catch. Sky Moore can't catch. Does anybody exactly. want to ball? Like, I, I the Lions stole one, but that's okay. It happens. It's it was weird to watch, but in comparison, it's like if you're Chiefs fans, sure they lost. You can you can probably rest assured they'll fix their mistakes next well, week. Like, well, I'm like, they're trading for somebody. Like, there's no way they make it out of the deadline of that. Like, someone, like, some really good receiver on a bad team, like Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Like, there's no way they're not, they're not kicking the, the tires on somebody because they can't do Probably. that. They can't but sustain that. Us, Kelsey gets hurt. Oh, sorry. Back to us. You're right. <laughs> I was just saying, but like, with us, it's like, I have no idea. I have honestly no idea what team is going to step foot on that field in Seattle on Sunday. And it's, it's anxiety. It's, it's stressful. I know. It's like, have you, oh. have you gotten to go to camp? No, I'm not really like a camp person. I don't. It's like, hey, you want to go watch people practice? It's like, no. It's kind of cool, like if you're in a good spot. Like we went, my friend and I went one day, and I'm like, and we were like on the fence, so like there were the players were like right there, like we we're at the end zone. So they're doing a lot of like seven on seven and stuff. And I was like, this is actually really cool. Cause like you, this, you see how big people are in person or uh-huh. small, like watching Raheem Morris. I, it took me a minute to re- recognize him. Cause he's just so like thin, like, and not that tall. I was like, Oh shit, that's Raheem. Holy wow. Okay. He's just like right there. <laughs> or like uh, some of the dudes like, damn, Higby's actually a big guy or like, um, Demarc- uh, Demarcus Robinson, big guy, like holy crap, like huh. like and because they're in shorts, you can see like the muscles and stuff. Like damn, like Cam Akers is like. Oh, sorry. Oh no! When it comes to football players, I just assume it's like yes, the TV kind of tries to even out everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, I figure they're pretty much big dudes. I was like, you know, Aaron Donald, we all know that man is huge. Yeah, no, he didn't practice that day, but he showed up like towards the end. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's that's a monster. Like, okay, the TV isn't lying on that one. And then McVeigh was like, "Yeah, I didn't realize how short he was." Yes, he's he's a small, not small. I think he's like my height. I'm five seven. Yeah, I think it's. I looked it up. I was like, I guess he's like five seven, but still, like he look, he just seems like a taller person. But then again, everyone else is like six three, six four. So I'm like, I guess that's why I would think that. <laughs> but. Yes. 
Seeing um, them, like, this looks interesting because Cup wasn't there because he's been hurt all camp. So, like, so seeing the receivers, I'm like, we actually have some dudes. I don't know what it'll look like with the first string offense, but there's it's not hopeless. I mean, look, if you're a new receiver or new-ish, mm-hmm. like, it's it's your chance. It is, you know, obviously Cooper Cup, I mean, it's hard. And that's the other thing. It's like we have so many injuries. Injuries, sorry. So many injuries. It's like, how long until Stafford has a concussion? Well, that's up to the That is the game that we play. I know. And, like, the new line looks good. Like, the rookie they drafted, Steve Avila, like, like, that guy looks like a monster. Again, it seems like they're. It's going to be all physical. They're going to do a lot more run game stuff and a lot more stuff at the line. They said like they're not going to drop back like they did last year. It's going to look totally different because they understand they can't do that anymore, and they understand like because they went out. I think there was like the stat was they went three and out forty percent of the time, which seemed low to me. But mm-hmm. they're they're going to try to go back to what they were in twenty seventeen, just with you know with Stafford instead of like Goff. All right. Well, good. It's going to be interesting to watch. And, like, I'm hoping they don't embarrass me in front of my friends. (laughs) Mm, I mean, there's going to be a few embarrassment games. Like, the home opener against the Niners, I'm, like, very scared because, like, Bosa got paid. I'm like, oh, crap. So that means he'll he'll, he'll play. And, like, ah, that game's going to be ugly, especially if they lose to Pittsburgh like people think they will. I'm like, okay, crap. That's that's not going to be fun. But then, and then they get the Bengals the week after that on Monday night. That's that's even less fun. But then it's like, well, the Colts and some other. It's a bumpy schedule, so I'm like, it's not going to be a disaster. But there's going to be some rough Sundays. I'm not going to lie. I'm prepared. I mean, for it. Oh yeah, no, we all know as Rams fans that 49ers game, even at home. It's gonna suck. Like it's, uh, I'm already like, yes. oh great, this is. It's gonna be a lot of like, oh wow, look how great McCaffrey is, or oh my god, they're really running through this inexperienced defense, and Brock yes. Purdy's gonna it's... look awesome. Like I'm, it's fine. Like I, I've, I've made peace with that. Like whatever, they'll get swept by seven, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like fine, they did. It's always it's like those games. It's like yes, we're, it's because it's in season in San Francisco, and Kyle Shanahan always gets in Calvin Bay's head. And it just happens every year. Fine. We write those games off and then we move on. No, exactly. I so yeah, exactly but Seattle's doable and Arizona's definitely doable. Like I am not worried about Arizona at all because they're Is Arizona even trying this season or they like want to position themselves for the draft? No, the draft because they own they own their they have their own pick and then they have Houston's pick. And Houston's not slated to be good, so they could have possibly two top five picks if all, if things go the way they want to, and then they have to figure out if they want to keep Kyler Murray. Because I mean, well, I mean, they might have to, but if if they wanted to, and someone could would actually take that contract, they might trade him. But like, that's a possibility. But they, yeah, they're I really mean, confident. I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Kyler and tried to draft Caleb Williams. Honestly, like I think that's their goal. They just wrote Caleb Williams with a dollar sign on a whiteboard. It's like, yes. what they're doing. Pretty, like they traded, hard. yeah, they've been trading people. Like they traded Isaiah Simmons, and they'll probably trade Buddha Baker and who, whichever with anybody else they can get extra picks for. Because like, there's no no point. Like Kyler's not going to be good on that team. No one's going to be on that team. So, <laughs> that's a teardown job. Whereas the Rams is like, okay, like fine. They purged their roster. I was very sad to see Ramsey go. Like that hurt my feelings. 
Um, it did, and Jalen was in his Dolphins uniform in like a new NFL ad, uh, which was it was it was a good ad uh, mm-hmm. promoting like the 2023 NFL season. Like Keegan Michael Key was in it, and a bunch of other like um, NFL stars and actors, uh, as well as Patrick Mahomes had like a little cameo. But it's like, oh shit, Jalen Ramsey's a Dolphin this year. It's like, if you know it. And, but then to see it, and to see him in a Dolphins uniform is like fuck. I know it's a it's a huge bummer, and it's also a bummer that he got hurt like almost immediately too. Like he won't be back till like December sometime, and which double sucks because then you're like, oh man, like you know, yeah, he still has his money on his deal, but it's still tough to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, it's Sunday. I am excited. I am trepidatious. It's like I will be drinking my way through it. I, I have some, some Hefeweizens chilling in the fridge, ready to go. Uh, yeah, I had to bring out. I was like, I'm going to bring out the good stuff. Bud Light is not going to help me through this. <laughs> no, I know. I'm jealous. I mean, I'm going to be work, um mostly tending to my like my one-year-old's birthday party so i'm like well i'll be kind of kind of checking in but like mostly i'll be just watching on my phone which is fine like i'll I'll, i can live with that (laughs) especially if it's it's a bad game (laughs) yeah um but it's 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 gonna be what it's gonna be i just hope you know we can win three more games than we did last season I think they can. I mean, there's some doable ones, especially if, like, some of the teams regress where I think they might. Like, you know, Cleveland is more doable than people think because we don't know if Deshaun Watson's still good. And I also think the offense is actually going to be good enough to where they can steal one or two games. Like, I don't think they're going to be a rollover. I mean, Donald didn't sign up for a rollover. No one one else did. You know? Yeah. 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 So, and so, their secondary yeah. actually has a shot to be really fun too. I mean, they brought John Johnson back, which made me happy. Jordan Fuller's healthy. Again. I remember we talked about that. I was like, oh, it's him again. Yeah, I'm like, hey, good for him. Like he got he got a little bit paid in Cleveland. They cut him for salary reasons, and now he's back where he belongs in a system that will actually use him correctly. Jordan Fuller, it's gonna it's a contract year for him, and he looked he's finally healthy. They have Kobe Durant, who I think is going to end up being a really good corner. He's playing the Jalen Ramsey spot, which not easy to pull those shoes, but he's been getting positive reviews from camp, and he seems to be like the leader with the corners. They brought in a Kilo, or Kilo Witherspoon from Pittsburgh. Uh, he's a he's a solid vet. They brought in another dude from the Raiders. They picked up on the waiver wire, so like the corners will be good. It'll just be the mostly. It's just going to be the linebackers and the defensive linemen that aren't Aaron Donald. <laughs> and honestly, like, speaking, speaking of, of, how much longer can he go? Like, you know, he said he's he's certainly motivated this year, like more than ever, because now he feels like he has to prove it again, which is positive. They've been working him different in camp, which is he said it's been different for me. Like now they're really starting me making sure I can do double teams. So I think he'll be all right. I really do. Like he takes very good care of himself. So I think last year was a fluke. It was. I'm not like his talent is like unquestionable. I'm just saying it's like for him. When is he going to reach the point where he's like, I need to retire? I mean, some would argue that it was, it was after the Super Bowl. You have certainly done so, but um, I, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I just like I think honestly, I don't think 
we're gonna we might be a wild card in the playoffs this year. I don't see us going oh, past that. I'm, that's that's my pie in the sky. Like everyone's healthy and like the defense just gets better as it goes along. And then they're a seventh seed and they get wiped up by either San Francisco or Philadelphia, which fine. But you can build on yeah, that because yeah. next year they have all their picks, so we don't have to hear that joke anymore. And they're going to ha- yeah, have about yeah. 60-ish million in cap space because all the dead money comes off the books this season. So they'll have a bunch of resources to go after guys and build on what they have. And then, you know, maybe 2024 is where they make their big push or it's like we have one last little bit of figuring out what we have. And then 2025 is where they really go for it all because then that's when, like, Stafford will have a year left. Donald will be retired or will definitely retire by then. And Cup will be almost near the end. Yeah, I could, I honestly, it's like, I know, I know, he has his whole range, 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 I am happy for him, for him, for him, for him, um, I could I see him, like, him, like, getting him, him back, back into playoff, playoff shape, shape, and then retiring after this season. season. Maybe, um, because I think, well, I think he has like, one more like, year left on his extension, which he's not going to turn down, like, uh, that much, like, that's where, like, the big money comes from, uh, so I think he'd, like, play for one more year, like, if, if they're like, what well, if they build a big, a good enough team, he'll play for the 2024 season and then maybe come back for one last ride. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it depends yeah. on where they finish, I think. It really is like he is that Eastwood, unforgiving gunslinger. All right, all right. You've got, you've got probably two more, more, but maybe, maybe one, one more. more. Like, like, how many how are many you going to do? Yeah, I mean, if he's healthy all year, then I don't see why he wouldn't continue. Because he hasn't, until last year, he wasn't really ever injured. He didn't miss a game outside of, like, when he'd be kicked out or whatever. <laughs> like, uh, So he's not like he has an injury history. Cup, yeah, I'm more yeah. worried about long-term than, than Donald. Oh, Cup, Cup. I know. I'm like, damn it. And then they're like, he has to see a specialist in Minnesota. I'm like, well, that's not a good sign. It's never good, and you have to no, see a specialist. No. When have you ever seen a specialist and it's been for something positive? I also, I also never, never. I also, I also it's like, it's like, you know, with the Chiefs today, today, with Kelsey, Kelsey on the sidelines, sideline, cheering his heart out, heart out, you know, you know speak, speak good for him, for him. It's like, it's like, hopefully Stafford has been working with people. Because so, it seems, again, like, again, Mahomes needs Kelsey on the field to just anchor him. And yeah, Cup is Stafford's guy in that way. way. So it's like, you can't you keep can't depending on the one guy to anchor him. You gotta, gotta, gotta branch out. And hopefully, this will force Stafford, Stafford to, you know, find multiple receivers. receivers. Yeah, I mean, the young receivers. And also, get the running game going. For real, for real, for real, for real. Well, Cam Makers added muscle, uh, and then the line that's they are uh, Mike McFlore, their new offensive coordinator, is very run oriented. Um, they said the blocking is going to be more physical up front, so it's not going to be finesse blocking anymore, which, hooray. Um, they all, they're also going to be using a lot of jet. They're going to go back to using a lot of jet sweeps, so it's good news for, like, Tutu Atwell and the rookie Pakua Nua. Like, that dude, like, watching him in camp, like, I know it's camp, so, like, grain of salt, it's basically, like, it's like Comic-Con hype. But, yeah, you know, yeah. like, watching him, you're like, okay, I can, I see it. Like, he play, he's going to be playing, like, the Robert Woods role, where it's a lot of you know, blocking and setting up screen, setting up stuff, and then also being able to just catch and uh, catch tight windows. You know, like I'm like, okay, this this kid's got something. I can I can see why they want to. They're going to be utilizing him a lot, especially as the season goes along. True, true. I'm looking. I'm looking to see what that looks like. But also, it's like, yes, like, yes. As we have, as stated, we have stated, we need an O line who can mm-hmm. give Stafford Stafford time, time. Exactly. And, you know, they, I don't know what combination they're ultimately going to go with because they've been, you know, playing around with it a lot. They also traded for that dude in Pittsburgh, Kevin Dotson. 
So I'm like, okay. So I, I don't think he'll start, but he's definitely a depth piece. They, they're they not starting Brian Allen at center anymore, which makes me very happy. They moved Joe Noteboom to guard, but I don't know if he'll uh, finish the season out because he has injury problems and they're not going to keep him after next year. The, that extension was a mistake. One of many dumb extensions we've given out over the last few years. <laughs> like, damn it. I was, so, I was so mad I was wrong about that one, but okay. But they'll start him at guard, which fine. Like they'll be more physical up front. I don't think they'll have as many problems calling plays as they will as they did last year. Um, again, health health assumed, which you can't. But you know what I mean. Um, exactly. Exactly. Like I think they're going to get a lot out of their young receivers, especially with Cup being gone all camp. So now that now Stafford's had to get used to them, he also dropped weight. So they said he's much quicker. Like he's uh, he. Like McVay described him as moving around like uh, Djokovic in the like on like on a tennis court. Like he's got more agility now, which that's good news. Um, so that you know, like that's encouraging enough to where like Stafford knows he has to be faster because the line might not be there for him. So like, <clears throat> it just it seems like there's enough positivity on offense to where I'm like we could steal some games. Defense, like I said, is going to be an adventure. I mean, I mean, as you see, side to side, defense got better, better. Did they? They did from our first game to last week's game. And again, my team last week, 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 and All right. Hang on, your, your mic's kind of cutting in and out like uh, you sound like, kind of like a robot. How about now? How about now? Uh, still a robot. Can you, can you... Wait, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Just it sounds it sounds like you're you're speaking through uh, through a 1950s robot. Oh, that's weird. Weird. I think that might have actually been the intonation of my voice. Maybe because it's like echoing. I was like, "Oh, that's strange." I'm, I'm trying to figure out if it was on my end or not. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay, no, there's yeah, no, there's no, there's no echo on my end. Hmm. Okay. Is it still happening? I can switch. switch. Yeah, try switching. Sorry. Um. um oh God, hold on, hold on. I don't even know, know where my my those heads heads are. Are I've got my I've got my headphones on. Okay. It's okay. But like our our joke on like the website, the website Slack with USC is like it's so funny that their defensive coordinator's last name is Grinch. Because I know he's because <laughs> I know he's gonna steal your Christmas. Yes, yes. Can you hear can me? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. If it does it does again, again, let me know. Let me know. I'll try, try. I gotta, I gotta my, find my. It's still kind of echoey and tinny, but it's okay. Well, I can uh, work with it.
in the mean in the meantime, um, I do think that like the, on defense, like for the Rams at least, the two big people I'm watching up for like Ernest Jones in year three. He learned. He said he learned a lot from Bobby Wagner, which good. I'm glad that worked out for somebody. And <laughs> that new kid, Michael Hoyt, like they're moving him. I think they put him at defensive end because they decided just not to invest in any sort of pass rusher over the offseason, which I found strange. But he, if he can, if he steps up, then they might have something. Um, but other than that, like it's going to be a lot of Aaron Donald and hoping that the secondary just gets a lot of turnovers and stops because that's that's where it's going to be rough. Like I think teams are going to be able to run on us all year, which good news for me because I drafted McCaffrey in my league. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me swap out my headphones. Okay. <laughs> It's okay. Technology sucks. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, that's much better. Okay. Yeah. Like you, you've seen Spaceballs, right? Yes, I have. It, you know where my or they jammed the radar and Michael Winslow was doing the noises? That's what you kind of sounded like for a few minutes there. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoops. Now I have different headphones and now I have to find like my the manual not the manual but like the wired <laughs> headphones That's okay yeah which go to my laptop i have no uh, idea where they are no worries you had lost the bleeps the sweeps and the creeps for a minute there but we're all good we're all good we're all good but like okay saying, so yeah as a mccaffrey yes. owner USC's I'm, I'm happy, defense got but, better yeah. it did i guess but like at the same time like i don't know it just seems like against a really good team that might be a problem but then again do they have well, any good i know team for a fact Everyone is like, oh, my God, USC versus Colorado now. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's going to be a game. Maybe. That's going to we'll be their how... Super Bowl pretty much. Yeah, that's going to be Colorado Super Bowl for sure. Coach Prime is going to be fun that week. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we the national spotlight on that game, because I still don't think we – yeah, we don't have a time or a channel yet for that one. No, I'm sure ESPN is like clamoring for that one because luckily Probably. for them, there's no real Pac-12 network because that's a you know that's that conference is dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that conference is dead next year. It's 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 dead. It's it's just waiting. They it's still- waiting to die. <laughs> but the thing is, is like I hope it's not on ESPN because Spectrum is in oh. like a fight with Charter or with Disney. Sorry. I'm going to say, oh, that's right. You're a Spectrum person. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Every yeah. time I like try to turn on FX or anything, it's like, hey, a reminder, we're in a fight with Disney and you don't have this channel. It's like, son of a bitch. That's why I'm I'm happy I have a Hulu. I have Hulu. Like that has been such a big help. I, can, I should probably get Hulu again, but I wasn't watching that much on Hulu. So I just like paused my subscription. So I'll probably just have to mm-hmm. unpause it. Yeah, um, they have all the FX stuff, just saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Sorry. yeah, it's like I, I certainly hope that our defense can get better, as you said, as the season goes along, um, you know, and learn mm-hmm. from their inevitable, inevitable mistakes. Yeah, because the preseason told me, like, okay, yeah, this is going to be rough. Because, like, they were calling mm-hmm. huddle, huddles on, like, uh, two-minute drives. And McVay's like, what the, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like it's a lot of that stuff because most of their guys are like rookies, undrafted rookies, or and if they are rookies, they were taken like the fifth round or, or higher in most cases. So it's like, okay, well, we'll see what we have here. But 
I'm not I'm not expecting them to like stop all the running backs in the league. I'm just not. That's going to be where teams are going to beat us. But like, I'm hoping that you know Donald is enough to at least make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's you know I don't even know if I'm hoping for the best and preparing for the worst. I <laughs> I think I'm expecting the worst and will be pleasantly surprised otherwise. Yeah, and I, like I said, like, because luckily for you, you're not online anymore. Like, that's been really pleasant. Because uh, it's like, there's been the, the corner that's like, no, we're tanking. That's it. Like, we're going to have one win all year. And, like, you know, everyone uh, in Vegas. Yeah, I know. Like, the over under in Vegas, I think for us is six and a half, which is fine. Like, but mostly everyone's like, oh, they see, they're going to get Caleb Williams. And it's like, no, they're not. Like, stop it. Like, don't, like, let that dream die. Yeah, you're like, right. yeah, no. Like, as as much as I would love that. And and you and I have talked about this as much as I would love that. It's not going to happen. No, because they're not going to be that 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 bad. Like you have to you know, get be worse in Arizona. I don't know if that's possible. Houston, like, I mean, Arizona would take Caleb Williams, but Houston might not. And then after that, like there's other there's other bad teams. Like the Colts are going to be really bad, although they won't take a quarterback either. Vegas is going to be shitty. I think. Like they scream to me like firing Joshua Daniels by Halloween, kind of bad. But what do I oh, know? Wait, but wait, don't they have Jimmy G? Well, yeah, but only for a year, and I highly doubt he's in their long-term plans, which is a bummer for Jimmy G because Vegas is the perfect place for him. That's yeah. It's like oh, he's gonna be so sad to leave that that place. I know he was like all ready to be the Bob Hope of the AVN Awards, but now like, you might have to be <laughs> elsewhere. You know, it's it's a tough beat. What a reputation to have. It's so good. I mean, come on. I'd ra- I'd almost rather have that than have like Peyton Manning's reputation because like you know, like being a great quarterback is awesome. But it's like I was the guy. No one really knew who I was, but I pulled it down. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he's young. He's successful. He's rich. Is he young? Is Dude, he young? <laughs> he's older than you Jimmy think. Jimmy G. Oh, no. I'm talking about Jimmy G. Sorry. Okay. No, I was going to say, Jimmy G is not, a, not yeah. as young as you think. He was, he was around for two of the Tom Brady Super Bowls. Wait, isn't he like in his late 20s, early 30s? Am I, thought I, he was in his am th- I being too I, generous to Jimmy G? I think so. I, th- I think he's in his 30s because he was on the Seattle and Atlanta um, Brady Super Bowls, I thought. And oh, then wow. they traded him. Wow. Because they got him in like 2018. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I am being like. Uh, and then again, it's like I, you know how I feel about the Patriots. I wasn't paying attention to them when I didn't have to. I know. I, I unfortunately did because I'm a sadist. So. <laughs> I yeah. Can't. It was after I mean, after Tom Brady's illustrious debut against us. Uh, it's like I don't need this in my life. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I hated being patient zero for that experience. I'm still, I'm still traumatized, but I'm like, oh, if only they just like, stopped them, then we could, then they wouldn't have been a dynasty, and maybe just yeah. maybe we would have been, we been to, like, together longer. Who knows? If Kurt Warner had one more in him with us. Well, then I remember reading like, oh, the front office situation was probably it was horrible. Like they were dysfunctional. Nobody liked each other, and I'm like, oh, I guess that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so yeah. uh, as, far, as far as the season goes, like which home games are you like really looking forward to? Like the ones you're like, okay, like not because they, they, I don't know, just are there any that you're like, oh, at least I get to see this person. At least I get to see that person or that'll be fun at least. <laughs> um, Looking for like Rams versus Eagles. I've got a buddy. Who's I'm going to that one. Fan. 
Yeah, so I – and we've I've been to an Eagles – a Rams versus Eagles game before, like when we were still at the Coliseum. I was at that one too. They also – oh, no, yeah. They also travel well, so I fully expect it to just be like a bunch of Eagles fans flying like uh. they fly. <laughs> I I remember getting it. Like, some dude was like really yelling at me after they won that game, and like and just like wouldn't leave me alone. I'm like, okay, dude, I get it. You guys won. Congratulations. He's like, you guys suck. That's why you guys suck, Eagles. I'm like, okay, dude, like you're not making the playoffs. I was wrong about that, of course, but you know, I, like like they were mean and they were nice before because like I wore a Chris Long jersey, so it was like kind of hedging. <laughs> like it's oh like, yeah. Hey, yeah, I was smart. That's why, that's why they let me they let me party with them. But then after the game, they were mean. I'm like, you guys won. Let me alone. Like, it's fine. That's the thing. It's like victory with people who've been drinking for three hours. Ugh. And I was in an Eagles. And I don't know. I'm like, well. I personally haven't yelled at opposing team players as we're leaving the stadium when we win. Then again, no. I will usually have like a beer or two during the game. <laughs> and right. I don't tailgate before. So it's like, I don't know if there are Rams fans who are screaming, you suck, you know, at people, like, after our home games. Um, no, when I went. Or, like, our – but it's like, calm down, people. I know. I'm just like, man, their fans suck. Like, the Philadelphia people are almost the worst. Like, Boston's the worst, of course, as we all know, because we're L.A. people. Uh, Boston's oh the worst. But um, Philly's right behind there. They're miserable, evil people. <laughs> I'm like, silly. I'm going with my with my wife's cousin, and he's like into all into the Eagles. So I'm like, all right, you're gonna enjoy this one. They'll probably win by thirty, and you'll be happy. But it'll, hey, you know what? At least you get to see SoFi, and it'll be fine. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah, I, I'm glad you get to. Be, I get to chaperone you to this game. <laughs> Honestly, this our home season is like, eh. Like the Steelers. I, again, it's another team that travels really well with. Very dedicated fans. Some yeah, of my good travels. friends are Steelers fans. So I'm expecting a lot of shit. I don't know if I'm going to go to that game because it's like I don't want to be a bad Rams fan. But <laughs> I, I figure if any tickets are going to sell this season, it's going to be those. Yeah, um, they, they travel really well. I think who else do we get? Uh, the, do we get Washington? Eh, like they're, I don't know. Like that and the Browns. Their fans do travel, but like I think I don't know if they're as mean because they're just used to being like sad, but without like sad but not arrogant, you know? Yeah. So like at least that's fine. Oh, sorry. No, I think our last home game is the Saints, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which that shouldn't be that. As far as teams go, no, I'm not really like. Oh yeah, this is gonna be like a great game and I'm looking forward to playing this team because a lot of these it's like I enjoy the Falcons I like their fans like they uh-huh. were cool when we were in Atlanta at the Super Bowl um trying to think who else I appreciate I mean, really for no me one. for me with the Eagles I mean at least it took Jalen Hurts and like AJ Brown and like two of my leagues so I'm like okay like at least I get to see that in person I get to see my investment payoff that's cool yes <laughs> When it's like when it's like thirty five seven Eagles, I'm like, you know what? I might feel pretty good. I have at least I have fantasy. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be. I want to say an even healed season. Yeah, because like, it's there's the pressure's not there. Yeah, yeah, 
is. There's no running it back. We don't have to deal with that shit this season. No, I, I, I know. I, I was thinking like, man, last year I was, I really was on the Kool Aid because like I, I thought we were gonna be great. I thought I'm like, I thought everything was gonna work out, and then progressively, like as the weeks went on, I'm like, oh my god, are we really bad? Like I know we're hurt, but like, are we bad? Oh no. Yeah. And you're like, oh well, maybe if this works out, we can get to nine and eight, and at least McVay has one season. Nope, never mind. Nine and eight's not happening. Okay, maybe. <laughs> You're like, all right. And then I'm like, now I'm really grasping at straws. I'm like, well, we almost beat Seattle both times. And both times we were dinged <laughs> up, as dinged up as you can get. So, like, that's something. Like, Seattle's not as good as people say they are. And they, I have a feeling they'll regress. Like, I honestly think they can steal the one on Sunday. Like, that one's stealable. Because, like, Jamal Adams isn't playing. Like, I know Cup's not playing either. But, like, there are rookie wide receivers coming off of wrist surgery. So, like, I don't know how effective he'll be. Their defense isn't that great either, and they're also very young. And Geno Smith, like, who knows if he can do it like two weeks, two years in a row? I don't think he can. Yeah. No- so like, that's 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 like stealable. And then the Niners will be rough, and the Bengals will be rough. But Colts, they're a tire fire. Like, they're definitely a team that's going to suck and be also very bad. If that makes sense. Like they just seem probably, like a mess. but I think our problem is that like we tend to. Except last season. Like, we would tend to play to the level of the team. So it's like, oh, yeah. they're shitty. Some way, somehow, we would have a shitty game. It's like, come on, you guys. We should we should be blowing this out right now. Right. At least, yeah, I'm looking at, like, at least the Colts. I'm like, they're not, like, where's the talent there? I mean, they're, like, they have a rookie <laughs> a rookie quarterback. Jonathan Taylor is, you know, him and him and Ursay are, are at odds with each other. New, like, I think, like, new coach, um, the whole new system, and I don't see where the talent is. So, like, at least we'll be on e- an even playing field, or, or at least be better, because at least you know, Stafford's competent, Donald's competent, and um, Coop, uh, Coop won't be back for that, but, like, Cam Akers is competent. Like, that's an, uh, they have enough to, like, s- to, to squeak by that one. Then after that, crapshoot. I don't know. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a magic angel oh. and a prayer. Well, two two games against Arizona will be nice because <laughs> they're not, they're not they're trying not to win. Like we're trying to win, they're not. Difference. Watch that just becomes like a Simpson episode. It's like, no, I need to lose. No, I'm going to lose. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, wow, Josh Dobbs threw his fifth touchdown, huh? That's weird. Yes. Okay. I guess we're yes, cursed. It's, just, it's like both fan bases going, "What the hell, you guys?" Yeah, I know, but at least like 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 we keep saying, like, at least the pressure's off. Like it's ever anything that happens is gravy, and and anything negative, like you know what? At least we'll have all these resources for next season, so it's not so bad. I'm not I'm not bummed out at all. Like last year, I was just bummed out because it was just there was nothing fun until Baker showed up, and that was way late in the year. Yeah, and you last know, season was, was just oh the chickens of fucking pigs coming home to roost every. Yeah. Day. Sunday. Sunday. It was checking the bill after you had a really awesome time at the club. You're like, oh my god, I, we, I'm sorry, that was how much? Exactly. It's like, it's like we ordered bottle service. Are you serious? When did that happen? And also, I pay, I didn't pay for an Uber ride home, did I? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that was that's exactly what that season was. But it's over. Yeah, and they seemed like they're they're digging themselves out of that hole, and it was also worth it. Like anyone who likes fun, I'm like, okay, cool. But like the plan worked. Like I, you know, I know we got a Super Bowl in we got a Super Bowl win in our home stadium, the first year to place in our stadium. You cannot beat that. No, that's a one of a kind experience, and to get there, you beat the Niners, and that was even sweeter. 
Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. That, that that game was so much better than yeah. the Bengals game, honestly. Yeah, because the so picture, rewarding. the picture of them going down the escalator, all sad in the red jerseys, and like Debo Samuel crying on the sidelines of Odell Beckham having to like, "Hey man, it's all good. Like you'll be you'll be back here, baby. You'll be back." Here. <laughs> like, oh, that tasted so good. <laughs> oh, yes. yes, but now, now but I mean, I mean come, come next, next Sunday, Sunday we're just gonna be back. It's like, oh, it's, oh, it's was it was Blue Jeans Day of South? South? What do they call it? Levi's Day of South. Yeah, I know that's that's gonna suck. But like, whatever. It's like you guys still haven't won anything, so I I don't I it, it sucks to get blown out of the Niners. But like, you guys haven't won anything either. Like, you guys choke every year in the playoffs. Like, you guys could have had this had the Eagles, but you didn't have a quarterback, and you yeah, kind of. Yeah. We'll see if like Brock Purdy is good, but like you know, they traded three firsts for Trey Lance, and like that kind of bit him in the in the end because he was always hurt, and they had to give him away. Well, actually, they got a fourth for him, but still, like they got nothing out of him. And they and meanwhile, Miami used all three of those picks to build like their team. They got Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, and like some, and I think someone else out of it. So that didn't help them. I know, I know they're talented uh, like every other place, but like at least they they make mistakes too. And Shannon hasn't gotten over winning in big games. He has. He has there's been, something. There's something about our regular season games, and there's something, something about him having, having worked with, with McVay, where he just you know. He just he knows what McVay is going to get. Even if he doesn't know what play McVay is going to call, he knows how to try to get inside his head and fuck him up to make the wrong play call. Except when it really, really matters. <laughs> yes, yes. The one time, it's like, all right, the one time, it didn't work. Which is great. Uh, it's also awesome. Who knows? But like, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I that game recently. Yes, I have. I have. What I'm doing I'll put it on. That was truly that last call. Was Aaron Donald just being like, "I am going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to take you down to get to it." To it. Yeah. Like he is just, just like a shark in water, just going straight for him. And then the desperate back that led to the interceptions. Even in the actual Super Bowl, when they kind of pushed him out of the sidelines, like, okay, now you've made me mad. You know what? <laughs> Fine, you want to play this way? Well, I'll play the, this way. And he got like two sacks and ended up making the big play at the very end. So, oh, so. I know I, I love watching clips of that on YouTube, like oh, especially that the last play where Jimmy G throws the interception. I can watch yes, that on a loop yes. all day, all day. I just I love just the announcement. Like, 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 yeah, what are you talking about? I know, yeah, exactly. Like, what? Well, what? Shanahan's gonna call some uh, plays, and like, they're gonna all of a sudden get the ball back? No, no, <laughs> cool. no. It's, it's just it's it's amusing me every time. Like, 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 there's a minute left. Exactly. Yeah, no, more definitive there, because like literally, all we have to take is take a knee. Yeah, get out of here. Like, we didn't even, I don't even think we ran one play. We took a knee, they called us hanging out, and then yes, we just kept yes. going. So that's and he, fine. And he, and he, and he didn't even call the timeout. Time he didn't bother. No. And then, you know, last year, they're like, and they, could, they were complaining about that game. They complained about the uh, Eagles game last year. Like, well, you know, we got screwed. If we, if we had a quarterback, it's like, well, he didn't. Like, that's your, that's your fault. Like, they <laughs> were. When, they, when I learned that they were trying to get Phillip Rivers out of retirement for that game, I fell over laughing. Like, did you hear that? 
I did not, but it's like, like, like that. It's rivers. He was, he was, he was already, already an elder statesman. I'll say that at that point. Yeah. Why are you? Why are you I know. Why, like why? that's. I mean, that's like that's got to be cool if you're like the retired quarterback that everyone's trying to get out of uh, get out of retirement every year. Like that's why I think Tom Brady. You're going to hear like rumors about Tom Brady getting calls from somebody uh, by Halloween. Um, but like that's like the coolest yeah, place to yeah, be, I guess. No, no, not that, he, not that shit again. Nah, he. I don't think he will. I, I was joking all year that he that oh by the summer someone will get hurt and like if, who knows like he'll be a dolphin and then like there we go he was one last drive but I, now I'm convinced he's like gone. Unless something it's really like, catastrophic like, happens. He already he lost himself his own marriage. marriage. <laughs> he didn't care. Yeah. He has yeah. no other hobbies or interests. I mean, he's a minority owner of the Raiders, I think. But, like, what does that mean? That just means you get really, really, really nice season tickets. I mean, surely, I mean, surely he, he can find, find some common, common job, job where, where no. you know. He you has know, one. Enjoy, enjoy robots, robots, actual actual robots. robots. But he has, that's the thing he has when he has that 10 year Fox deal that he can go start it with at any time. But he's like, mm, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to wait. So that's why I was like, that's weird. Cause I figured he'd be in the booth already. Like Fox wanted him. They paid him like 10 years. No, like, do you want that? Do, do you want him calling a Super Bowl? I don't. Like, that's their hoping. But then they like landed into Greg Olson. So like, they're like, well, okay, we can wait out Tom Brady until then. But like, you know, at least we have this. Um, so USC, you're you're optimistic. Do you think they're they're a national championship team yet, or do you think they'll make the playoffs? Oh, wait, you say oh, USC, USC. Yeah, Trojans. Rams aren't making. The, I don't have them making the playoffs. I haven't like. I have like. I do think have. I do think have. I do think have a shot at conference. Definitely. I think we are we are going to make a play for the national title. We just have to see what everybody else in the conference is doing. I still think like like. We have we, we have stumbling on offense like they have got better, but it's like, it's like a lot of lot of mistakes stakes and just like just like brain farts when it should be beat and that's gonna cost us us like like among better teams like yes we have we want to game we should win win and stand stand right but like by the time we start playing better teams hang on you're doing it again oh oh my goodness my goodness. It's okay. I was like, well, it wasn't that bad. Then it got really like echoey and tinny. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe it's like if, if I get high pitched, my speakers are just what's happening? Are you okay? Are you okay. okay. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> I, think, like, I think I, I, I think I will know more by the Colorado, Colorado game. Because again, I, I think, think Coach Crime is, is going to fucking bring it. Bring it. That is a home game for them. Against, against a national ranked team, team with the reputation that USC, USC has, has, and with our with our back, back and he's going to want to show out, show out. And he's going to want to want upset. And when do, when gonna, do you guys play them? Uh, September thirtieth. Ooh, that's soon. Okay. Yeah, and is yeah. it where is it at? Is it at, at the Coliseum? No, it's not in, in Colorado. Colorado. Oh wow! That's an away game. game, game that's that's that game in prime house. Oh, there's there's no way that game's on a national TV. There's no exactly, way. Exactly, like call, call, if, if Colorado wins, win, 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 at least one more game, game, game between now and then. Oh no, yeah, no, that's gonna be a national game, most definitely. Yeah, that that's gonna be a very interesting Saturday because I have it's gonna be one of those games where. Like it gets really nutty at the end, and like I that seems like it's gonna be a really big meme game. 
Yes, <laughs> I already see it. That, like, I am I am hoping that everyone, everyone on, on USC USC team is looking at looking at these games, games and taking the series seriously. Yeah, I, I honestly think they will because like after week one, it's like okay, I guess we can't sleep on Colorado now. Like they're they're a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, well, who do they have in between um, Colorado and their and their last game? Uh, we have, uh, they have Stanford and then Arizona. Oh, okay. Okay, so they'll be they'll be warming up for that then because I think Arizona State's like not great. And then what is Stanford good or no? Like, are they not supposed to be good this year? I think they're not here. Okay. So you'll get a couple tune ups by, by Colorado. And then if you can get past that, then, you know, you just have to really worry about Utah. Cause like UCLA, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not confident in this year either. I'm like, whatever. Like I have a feeling it's not going to go well. Like they barely beat coastal Carolina. So fine. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your um, pack slash big 12 title or big 10 title. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm still, it's still, like, it's like, I was, I was at the talk game, talk game, Vegas, 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 like, oh, as soon as Caleb got hurt, got hurt, like, was just like, damn it, damn it, mm-hmm. and then, and then, shit, shit, sideways, 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 all right. Well, so last thing. So um, so football's going to be fun this year. I, regardless of how it goes, I'm still going to enjoy just having it back, uh, both college and pro. Um, for you, though, you've had an interesting year because um, your day, when you're not at the at SoFi Stadium cheering on the Rams, you are a writer who's had to be on strike all summer. How has that been? How did you get to be WGA captain? Um, um, it's been a summer of walking and for hours, hours on end. And, and lately, lately, you know, you know, hot, 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 hot sun, so, so not great, great, but, but fucking still, still out there. there. We're going to stay, stay out there. Right. Hang on, you're, deal. hold on, I'm sorry, you're now echoing. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't hear what you were saying. Is it better? Is it better? No. Oh, oh, uh, sorry. I can, I can, that thing, 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 that that's fine. Okay, one second, one second. Yeah, Can you hear me? Now you're back. That's that's much better. Okay. So yes, you've been okay. pounding the pavement all summer. Yeah, and it's it's tough. I'm not gonna lie. It's like it's it's not anybody's idea of fun, but it's what we have to do um, to get the studios to see reason. And I became a WGA captain. It's like I've been a WGA captain on and off since mm-hmm. I joined the WGA in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, this year, like knowing what we were, what was going to happen. It's like, I volunteered my time as captain again. So. Cool. Like then did you just, did you volunteer for that position or they elect you? Oh, you volunteer. Like they, they, it's a completely voluntary position. Um, I think they send out an email or something and it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll happy to do it. I wasn't a captain in 2020. I was a captain in 2017, which was the last year we came close to being on strike. And I think Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, making picket signs. Uh, and then we got the news. There's like later on, we got the news. We were not going on strike. That was like the 11th hour deal, which was like, yay. Um, and then Mm -hmm. pandemic happened, didn't volunteer in 2020, um, mm-hmm. and then this year it's like, yeah, I know we're going to have to fight for stuff. So I volunteered, uh, to just help where I could with my guild. That's cool. And like, um, what have you been your favorite signs? Um, 
one of my favorite signs was I made because I'm I'm not normally great with slogans and all that stuff, but sure. when we had our first Star Trek day, uh, I made a sign from <laughs> one of the infamous episodes of Star Trek, which is when um, it's for li- the four lights, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like uh, the Cardassian was the AMPTP. It was like how many lights <laughs> are there, and then I've got Picard as the WGA going there four lights. Um, I was really, really proud of that one. I saw one recently, which was like of the Crypt Keeper. Um, yeah, I think I've seen that one. <laughs> uh, basically calling for fair wages. There have been a lot of good ones. Uh, and it's still, it's like, even without pop cultural references to make, because um, like at a, early on, like a lot of the signs were like succession based. Mm-hmm. Uh, quotes and puns and then barbie came out and there was a lot of barbie themed signs and now it's like who knows um i'm going to do i'm going to there's a horror picket tomorrow at fox which will be my first time at fox oddly enough no um yeah we've all got this like picket bingo going on where it's like, <laughs> I think, like there are 10 locations and like how many have you gotten so i think fox will make eight for me Oh, um, who's left on the list? Sony and Disney. Oh, okay. So that's Culver City and Burbank. Yeah, yeah. And I've been like, Amazon is in Culver City, but I just never drove down to Sony. Um, so yeah, I've still got, I've still got two more. And honestly, I won't be bummed if I don't make those two. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. It's like, uh, there's another Star Trek one. Uh, that was basically about like it's a Kirk comment. It's like our job is risk. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, that I liked, and then my friend had one which was basically early on. It was like Marie Antoinette, except it had David Zaslav's <laughs> face painted on it. <laughs> um, so it's like David Zaslav as Marie Antoinette saying, "Let let them eat cake." <laughs> I think I've seen that one too. Like I've. I really appreciated um, WGA strike Instagram. It's fun. Like I'm a sucker oh, yeah. for a good sign. I, I'm a definite sucker for good. You can get me easily onto your side, no matter what you're what you're uh, advocating for. If you're if good signage. Oh um, my god. I don't know if you've seen it, but shout out to JW Hendrix, uh, who has like a running website of photos, which are really good. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. like a photographic, you know, documentary on the ongoing strike and like he takes some really good photos and like he um yeah yeah it's it's a blessing it's probably gonna end up in like a history book at some point oh i'm sure there's a and at the very least a coffee table book <laughs> yeah most definitely um so yeah it's it it sucks and we all were hoping that by labor day we would have some kind of fair deal that doesn't seem to be happening now and i think at this point and this is just strictly me mm-hmm. Whenever it ends, it's probably just going to come really fast. Like, I think yeah. I'm hoping that the AMPTP has tired on trying to divide us uh, and turn us against each other because it hasn't happened in any of the times that they've tried it. So it's like, just make a fucking deal. <laughs> like, now, what are you fighting for? For those that don't know what the WGA and the Actors Guild are striking, are striking for, what specifically are you looking for in that deal? Um, we're fighting for fair wages, especially like in terms of residuals. And a lot mm-hmm. of this has to do with streaming, um, mm-hmm. just more transparency 
in how things are measured in streaming so that we can have like a basis for a fair residual system there as far as television for the writers rooms, which again, this goes to streaming, like has kind of devastated um, what was a functional method of making television. You would have a showrunner who would mm-hmm. have a budget and that sh- and a certain number of episodes, like network wise, it would be like 13 to 22, depending on cable. It was like, 13 to 16, depending. And then as time went on and streaming became more of a thing, it was fewer and fewer episodes. So now it's like eight to 10, um, Mm. which is very difficult for a writer to make a living off of, especially when they amortize um, all of that over a certain number of weeks, uh, your pay just gets lower and lower. And I can speak to this personally, like, you know, you work your way up the ladder, you get a higher title, you get more responsibilities, you're supposed to get more money. Um, I did start noticing in the last five years that like my, my pay with my title, I was barely making above what a staff writer would make. And I was a co-EP. So Mm. it's like, what is going on here? Um, and then as a co-EP, they could keep me on for however long they wanted to keep me on and I couldn't take another job. So it's, it's, and that's what we call span. Like we're also looking for like span protection. So they can't do that to everybody. Right. Um, so you're not just writing one episode of a thing a year, but like the series is still ongoing. Yeah. Like I would write my episodes and they would be in production and, you know, theoretically it's like, Oh, you're still, you know, working. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess, but I'm also not making that much per week mm-hmm. anymore because like the longer they stretch you out, the lower that pay goes until it's down to what we call mm-hmm. like the WGA minimum, like the bare minimum that they can get away with paying you. Mm-hmm. Um, which I li- also live in Los Angeles. We have a yeah. high cost of living in Los Angeles. So like, yeah. And I can't, I can't take work until the studio is like, okay, we're now mm-hmm. cutting you loose basically. So mm-hmm. that became difficult at certain points. And I was mm-hmm. lucky in that I had, I don't know if you can hear my cat. She's got the zoomies. Um, <laughs> I was, I had, feature films that were helping to supplement my income, but not everybody has that, especially uh, newer writers. And so it it is a thing that's become like difficult, especially for them. And so that's what we're fighting for. But it's also, it's like the mini room situation where you would have like 10 weeks, you're getting paid the bare minimum for those 10 weeks. And yet you are required to essentially do the work of a writer's room that normally has 20, 24 weeks or more. Right. And and it's like it's the the streamers learned how to squeeze every ounce of juice for the least amount of pay out of us. And now we're fighting back against that because it's becoming very difficult to sustain a career as a writer. And there's also the threat of AI, which basically you would have a studio who would have either their executive or some intern insert a prompt that's like, I want a horror movie that's a nightmare on Elm Street meets Chud, Mm. you know? And then it would print out a shitty version of that script, stolen from other scripts in that vein. And then the studio would be like, hey, we'd like a Kayla to do a rewrite of this, which I I would get paid for that rewrite, but that rewrite is far less then if the studio had come to me directly and gone, hey, we want a version of A Nightmare on Elm Street meets Chud, go write it. Especially if it's, they consider that an adaptation. 
yes. So it's there. There we're we're worried about that insofar as like, and they can do that in writers' rooms too, where it's like for television, it's like, hey, we want you know Law and Order meets Supernatural, and then they have a prompt, and then they have a showrunner, maybe one other writer whose job it is is to then rewrite the garbage scripts that that AI mm-hmm. would produce. And mm-hmm. then that's it. That's that's the writer's room. And so it's it would essentially destroy television, basically. Right. Um, and then no one's getting to go on sets to go to go learn how to be a showrunner, which no. kills you in the long run because there's no development for future writers. That's and I mean, like, that was one of the things early on in my career. Like I Grimm was the first show where I did get to go to set and I fought to go to set oh, nice. as much as possible. Like they sent me up for um the first episode that I co-wrote. Uh, with Spiro Skinthos and he got to go up and we basically split the episode. So he got to go up and then I got to go up to finish the episode. And like as staff writers, it's like, we got that experience at least. And it's good to have that experience because a lot of stuff changes from when you turn in your draft and get notes from the studio and the network to like when you're in pre-production meetings and like the realities of what you wrote come into play. And then when you're on set and the realities of what you wrote come into play and you have to change things on the fly or an actor Mm -hmm. doesn't understand something like all kinds of stuff comes up and it's good to have that experience because it helps inform me of like, okay, I know this is going to be an issue later on. Don't put this in the script or Hey, don't, you know, our crew by episode 16, 17 is going to be worn down from the schedule. Let's do a bottle episode. That's just all on our sets and no exterior. So we don't have to travel or, you know, like figure out ways to give crews a break. That's valuable experience you get. And like, I got to go up for the hundred and, and do, you know, those episodes. And now I'm meeting writers who've worked on multiple shows who've never been to set. And, and that's it's a like, problem. And it is. And at some point they're expected to be showrunners, which that is a skill. Hey, talking with actors and directors and your line producer and like all of the department heads that you have once you have a show, that is a huge part of being a showrunner. And you learn that as you go through your, or you should learn that as you go through your career in TV. Like, cause I was in pre-production meetings. I was meeting the heads of the departments with people coming to me with questions about props or costumes or, you know, hair and makeup for, you know, some of the monsters. It's like, yeah, you have to learn that stuff and you have to learn how to properly talk to those people. So you aren't pissing them off or making an ass of yourself. You're learning languages. You are. And like, especially it's like talking to editors. I know so many, I have friends who are, are editors and just like the horror stories I hear from them about people who have to like give notes to an editor and they don't know how to do it. And it makes the job more difficult because as you said, it's a language that you have to learn and you have to be able to deal with people. And a lot of times as writers, we don't necessarily deal with people a lot. (laughs) But if you're going to create and run a show, you have to learn how to deal with people. You have to learn how to manage and juggle ego. All of that stuff. It's it's like it's a business. You're running a business, and mm-hmm. they are they are taking that away from people, and then throwing these inexperienced creators into these situations. And maybe they get you know an experienced showrunner partnered with them. Maybe they don't, but it's like a lot of times it causes a lot of problems. I've been I've been on a show with an inexperienced showrunner that was just like canned <laughs> because like they couldn't figure out what they were doing. So. And honestly, at the end of the day, I'm not sure whose problem that was, but like they spent hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on a show that will never see the light of day. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I feel like you guys are being punished for a lot of like their mistakes. Like, you know, a lot of the streaming uh, streaming services have like thrown a lot of thrown a lot of money away on stuff, and it's like, well, how is that your fault? Like, you know, it's their fault for trying to beat Netflix at something you can't beat Netflix at, and even Netflix really can't like beat Netflix at it because they're not paying people either. So, like, I'm no. just like, well, what's the like? I don't understand the end game here, aside from like making you guys not as viable as you should be because I think they can skate on it. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, they want to turn us into gig workers, and we mm-hmm. are fighting. We are fighting that. Yeah, and like, and it's like to what end? Because like, it's just going to make everything worse. But I guess if the end game is like, well, just make it so like we're profitable to sell to somebody else, and then won't be a problem anymore. Yeah, it's really it's the issue is that like it's art and commerce at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, and now it's like with all these conglomerates buying each other and these tech companies, you know, getting into this business, it's like, it used to be that you would have like the owner of a studio who would come up within that studio and like had some appreciation for the yeah. artist. Yeah. Now just, to, it's just basically, you know, a lot of Kendall Roy's out there or a yes. lot of Roman Roy's who don't really care about uh, pop culture. Just like you're a thing on a spreadsheet. Yeah, a friend like shared a quote today from David Chase who was like, it's unfortunate for Hollywood and for major studios that their business happens to contain an art form. And so it's like you have to <laughs> Well, it's like it's it's That's the consolidation good. of everything and it's also it's like these these new studio owners like no one wants to take a risk anymore. It's like you look at Disney I think maybe one or two of their films in the last couple of years were original, but they've basically just been like recycling all of their old hits. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, half of one of those tonight because it wasn't my choice. <laughs> it's like, did you did you run out of fairy tales to adapt mm-hmm. completely? I, I'm sh- I have the Grimm Brothers no. book. There's a couple it's, more in there. No, it's just the model, and that model, and what's scary for them is the model is not really working anymore because, like that, you know, that didn't do well, and some of their other stuff that they've brought back hasn't done quite as well. So it's like, well, now what are you going to do if you can't, if you can't lean on the hits, like you have to like go back to the well and find original ideas, but original ideas only come if you pay for them. But you know, what do I know? You take the risk on like spending money to market Mm -hmm. a new idea. Cause everyone's like, Oh, IP it's got name recognition. We don't have to like market that much, but it's like, yeah, but in 10 years, what are you going to be remaking? Are we just going to start remaking the remakes again? I mean, we're getting there. You'll get an animated animated remake of the live action remake. Yes. yes. <laughs> but except it'll be the CG animated remake of like Little Mermaid. <laughs> it's like, so. yeah, it's eating, it's eating on, on tail. But like, I'm, I'm like rooting for you guys. Cause again, obviously I, I love, I love pop culture. And also I just love when people get paid what they're worth. That's always nice to see. Um, and I'm really glad that like, you know, no one's caved yet on your end. And I'm, I, have you uh, experienced any solidarity with SAG-AFTRA? Oh, very much so. Like SAG-AFTRA was out there from the beginning with us in, in solidarity from day one, like I pick it at TV city and we had like Francis Fisher was out there and a couple oh. of other, um, SAG actors like day one. And then I know at Paramount, there've been like actors, um, I got to meet uh, Leland Orser, who I'm a fan of um, from Seven and The Guest. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, that, yeah. So there have always been actors um, picketing uh, with us. And initially the signs were like, you know, sag after in solidarity. And now it's, <laughs> it's, 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 they're in the shit with us. 
Um, well, because they see so, the, AI, the AI stuff coming too. Like Simone might actually happen. Wait, what? Is it, is it oh, yeah, them? the movie Simone. Yeah. I'm Sim like, 1. Hey. Yep, Sim 1 and, might actually and, happen. And, that, and, and it's been happening. I was shocked at like the stories that were coming out that like they'd already had been, you know, scanning background actors without their consent like mm-hmm. years ago. And it's, it, I don't, again, it's like commerce and art, but it's like you do understand that like human beings really only respond to stories by human beings. And we're mm-hmm. watching human beings. And you're seeing that. I mean, stuff like Barbenheimer doesn't happen if it was just AI generated. That was all human uh, human stuff and humans putting their own thoughts and feelings into things. Yes, it and was some, someone noticed last <laughs> year that those two movies were going to be released on the same day. They started making memes and jokes about it. And then somebody was like, we got to call this mashup something. Barbenheimer was born. It rolls right off the he, tongue. What? It said it rolls right off the tongue. It do, it's like, but like those were human beings. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. what gets me now is that like, and it's inevitable and I still fucking hate it, is that studios and people are like, oh, what's going to be the next mashup? It's going to be like Saw Patrol. Cause like Saw and Paw Patrol. <laughs> like, no, that's not, Kill, that's not. Killers of, the, Killers of the Flower Swift. It's like, you can't, you can't force this. Mm-hmm, I know. It has to happen organically, like pe- because like people responded to Barbie and Oppenheimer for whatever reason. They responded, and, and it wasn't just a social thing because you don't have those kind of legs if like people just aren't into what you're doing. Like they're also it also has to be good, as we've seen. Yes. <laughs> like, like for those to do as well as they have, you're like okay, like there's like, ride the momentum here. Don't like get, uh, cut off your knees as soon as you're getting your legs, but your box office legs back, you know. But that's what they're doing because it's like you've got Barbie is successful and yet they can't they can't work on the script for the sequel right now. Nope. Like they, can't, they can't cast. Even, nope, and they're lucky they got to promote it just before the strike. Otherwise, like you know, no one would be out there. And we're seeing yeah. that with like the festivals right now. Like a lot of them, it's like thank God that a lot of these actors directed their own movies, otherwise they couldn't go. Yeah, it's. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's every it's studios. You know, on that side of it, it's like trying to force, they're trying to make fetch happen again. And it's like, mm-hmm. y- no, it has to be human based, oddly enough. Like, you can't force this. And, like, I think one of, speaking of like signs, one of the best signs I've ever seen during this picket or during the strike was the sign that said it's like AI doesn't have childhood trauma. And that's my favorite one. I brought that up on another <laughs> podcast with an animation writer. I'm like, did you see that one? He goes, like, yes, I did. And like, I wanted to give that sign a hug. Like, that was the best. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I'm writing scripts. Like, <laughs> Megan was like, the story came from like a personal experience I had when my sister was like, hey, if everybody dies, my kids come to you. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> a robot, that's not going to happen with a robot. <laughs> no. <laughs> And yeah, you and you got to ride the social media wave on that too. Like that became a phenomenon, and that they, by humans. Yes, it was like someone released a trailer, and God bless the gay community, they latched onto it, and mm-hmm. the TikTok generation latched onto it, and they made it a thing. And yeah, it's like you can't. You still have dancing Megans. Yes, at Halloween Horror Nights, like they, they wonder they. It's honestly my feeling is that like. Every single 
corporate entity would love nothing more than to return to some form of slavery. Like that's how this country started. The, it was the how studio system of the twenties and thirties. Yes. It's like the <laughs> you know, free, free labor is what all of them want to get back to in some capacity. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're like fighting to make sure that doesn't happen. Because if it works for you guys, it'll work. Because like, like you look at UPS and like they succeed, they succeeded where many that didn't think they would. And if you guys can succeed, maybe that can get other industries to succeed too. Like that's it's better for everybody. Oh, I think like if I have to leave you with one thing, I think the beautiful irony is like I don't know if you remember the anonymous Apple executive from like back in May when he was interviewed and you know, mm-hmm. was saying it's like, it's not personal, but like we have to do this because if we mm-hmm. gave them what they wanted, that might encourage like other, you know, like, like guilds around the world to like ask for the same thing. And it's like, you've mm-hmm. dragged this out to the point where it's like every, even South Korea is now like, Hey, wait a second. I know it, it's You're a bug's life. It's basically the same argument from a bug's life. It's like you've you've now created more of a problem in a worldwide labor movement Mm -hmm. than you would have if you'd have just given just given us what we wanted. Mm -hmm. I know, and I know you guys will win. I can't. I honestly believe you'll win. Do I believe the Rams will win? Not as much as I believe in you guys, but it's close. Yes, I, I think we'll, yes, I have more faith in us than the Rams, sadly, I, but, you know, the Rams, I, again, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It will be, because you're like, hey, I, that guy's great. What, what can we do with that guy? He's super young. Oh, Pakunua, great. I get to learn a new name, and that guy's fun. Like, we didn't know who Robert Woods was when that what all broke out. We didn't know who Cooper Cup was, and now we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, do you have anything to plug, but you can't. I cannot. Uh, but I can, I can ask, uh, what's the coolest thing you've seen lately? Can you do that? The coolest? Oh, God. Just like, um, uh, I, I, I think, like, the thing that... The coolest thing I've been saying is I've been binging Taskmaster on um, YouTube. Like, old episodes of Taskmaster on YouTube from the UK. The UK version. I also will say, like, if people need something to watch, I think I can say this. It's not mine, and Netflix didn't ask me. But One Piece on Netflix is actually their best anime adaption they've done. And it's like, good on you that you finally fucking got it right. <laughs> I heard, yeah, because I'm not an anime person, but I heard the Cowboy Bebop thing was um, not great. So I'm glad they got that right for for those fans. Like, I have a friend that's super yes. into it. Yes, like, okay. I have friends who um and full disclosure i know matt owens i worked with him on luke cage and like he's a super one piece nerd and i'm oh luke cage he's been working on this for years okay <laughs> so it's like i'm, I'm but, I, that's good. I wish that he could you know fully celebrate mm. his success but it just happened to come out in this moment where none of us can celebrate our success um but I'm I'm proud of him, and you know the the show is actually it's if you need something to watch, you can you can watch that, and then yeah, Taskmaster is like really cool. I'm enjoying that. Um, other stuff, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem is actually really. Oh, I'm so, I'm so angry. Like I didn't get to see a bunch of stuff this summer, and that's like one of the at the top of my list, even over Mission Impossible. Like I'm like, okay, when's it coming to Paramount? That's when I can knock this out. I, I was super pumped for that movie. I am I am a like old school TMNT fan. My, my one quibble was like some of the origin story. 
But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I know you had to change it because this is the story. Fine, whatever. Um, but it's <laughs> it's really good. Okay, I'm glad. Like I, that's one I always I watch the first two movies every year, and I'm I'm kind of going to revisit the animated series because I think it's on Paramount now. So I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge Ninja Turtles head. Like my, my one of my friends is a huge 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 fan too. So like I wanted I'm glad he liked it too. I'm glad you liked it. I'm pumped for Turtles. Yeah. You'll you'll enjoy that in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, it'll be at night too, because like my daughter's not into that kind of thing. So I'm like, well, hopefully after they go to sleep, that's a, that sounds like a good cocktail movie. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that is my life thus far. Well, I appreciate you giving me your time tonight. Um, go Rams, and I hope to see you at the Eagles game. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me know when you get there. Oh, I definitely will. If I if I have to hitchhike because parking's right, expensive, parking's I don't expensive, know. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, but you anyway, have yourself a wonderful you have night, Kayla. Thank, night Kayla. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you. Bye.